To episode 96 of Two Piece Starts Live. He's Tim. And he is Ray. Welcome to the show, everyone. Welcome. We have a Skype call lined up if you want to take that. Do it. Alright. Alright, looks like we have Peter online. Peter, welcome to Two Piece Start Live. Hey Ray. This is where I go to audition for the new Tim, right? <laughs> well, but yeah, I mean, the new Tim auditions are tomorrow, but uh, if whoa, you want to do it... Whoa, 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 no one, no one told, me, told me about this. What's going on? Uh, well, things have been a little rocky lately. What? Uh, with... No, what, what is this all about? Sorry, I, I, I was going to... Nobody can match my, my perfectly <laughs> monotone voice, uh, my perfect control over Ray's life. Well, we, we have a number of people lined up tomorrow for this, um, but if you would like to do this now, Peter, that's fine. Just It's going to be a little awkward with Tim around, obviously, but uh, all right, go for it. Well... I'll tell you, I don't I'll... have a Black Doom Award today, <laughs> or a comment of the week, or a suggestion box. Why is that, Tim? Have you been cruising around the internet during the show and haven't been paying attention? <laughs> well, one thing, I think I found one. Uh, you probably have this one. <laughs> 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 well, my comment of the week goes to, uh, let's see, KVB, is that yours? Of course it is. Oh, man. Oh, How'd that happen? Man. How does this happen? Well, that's, that's not bad, Peter. Uh, <laughs> here, here, here's the real test. Welcome to, to episode such and such of 2B Start Live. He's Tim. And he's Ray. Yeah, see, no, nobody can quite get it down. I'm telling you, it, you can't replace it. It feels me. like an octave lower. I think we'd be right on the money. Well, I haven't quite hit puberty yet. Uh, I'll just adjust your voice in my editing software to be a, a little lower sounding. Uh, so let's try that one more time. Welcome to episode 175 of Two Piece Start Live. He's Tim, and he is Ray. Beauty. See, perfect. You know what? If we're if we're around for 175, you can have the job. <laughs> I mean, did I mean think about episode one? I'm sure you said, "Oh, if we're still around, episode 96, please just kick the chair out from underneath me and end it." Yep, that's true. And I'm still waiting for you to do that exact thing. <laughs> Now, uh, by the way, when did you start listening to the podcast? About two or three weeks ago. And what episode are you on right now? This one. So you've listened to them all? Yes, I have. Oh, my gosh. Oh, man. Stay up to date. Oh, boy. Well, hey, thanks for being on the show, Peter. Thanks for having me. Talk okay, to you later. bye, Ray. Notice he didn't say bye, Tim. I was going to say he didn't even acknowledge me. Like I wasn't even <laughs> oh, there. Sorry. I thought I already had the job, so. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 exactly. Wow. All right. Well, uh, if you won't be needing me any longer, uh, you know, I can... <laughs> well, uh, I mean, we do have one more caller on the line, at least, if you want to stick around for that, Tim. Okay. All right, looks like we have Matthew on the line. Matthew, welcome to 2 Piece Star Live. Hey, how are you doing? Good. Thanks for being on the show. Yeah, it's great to be on the show. I mean, I've listened to your podcast for quite a while, and uh, I've always thought about calling in, but I never found the time. So, uh, where, where are you located, Matthew? Right now, I'm in uh, Montreal, Quebec, Canada. Wow, nice. great. Well, hey, do you have a question for us? Yeah, I was kind of wondering uh, what the hardest game you've ever played was. Mm, good question. Oh, yeah, I would, I would have to say, 
either ghosts and goblins or ghouls and ghosts. And you get all the way to the end of the game, which is just impossible to do anyways. And you face, like, Satan, I think. He just immediately sends you back to the beginning of the game. And you have to go through it all a second time. And then... and it was more difficult, too, which was... Yes. The, the... <laughs> it's, that's, that's awful. It's just I painful. Mean, it's just the most terrible thing you could possibly do. I mean, because I mean, the problem is you have some games that are difficult for good reason, and then you have other games that are difficult because they're just poorly made. Mm, yeah. And and as kids, we didn't realize why games were so hard. They just were, you know? Like, oh, man, this game's really hard. And when you play it now, it's like, oh, man, Turtles 1 is ridiculously difficult because it's just so <laughs> glitchy and, and evil in the yeah. way they, they set it up. As for a specific game, though, I'm, I'm not sure. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I really Ray, don't. Ray, how about uh, Hyperfire? That one's pretty tough to beat. <laughs> I mean, have you ever gone to the end boss? <laughs> no, but I have heard that some have. Well, mm. well. I've never heard of that. Uh, yeah, Hyperfire was a game that I made uh, for college in which uh, we posted on the site here a little while ago, um, which, which basically every time you die, the rate of fire from the enemies doubles. So <laughs> every time you die, it just gets harder and harder until at some point you realize, hey, there's just a stream of bullets now. Like, how, <laughs> how did this happen? That's one of those uh, games that was poorly made. That's why it's <laughs> difficult. <laughs> That's, but honestly, I, I noticed that bug and I squashed it at one point. I'm like, you know what? It's more fun with the bug, though. Like, it's, it's <laughs> yeah, totally entertaining yeah. when you have that going on. Yeah, check that out. Uh, it's on the site. It's just a little flash game you can play on the site. And uh, yeah, I'm definitely going to have to check that out sometime. Yeah. Yes. Man, I, I really wish I had an answer for I mean, I'm tempted to say Shadow the Hedgehog just because... It was the, awful. The way some of those levels were set up were so impossible. I clearly remember how, um, like, if, if you wanted to be, like, neutral, you just run to the end and fight a Chaos Emerald, and that was it. But if you wanted to be good or bad, you had to specifically kill every single bad enemy or good enemy, respectively. Mm. And you had to track them all down. Like, you couldn't leave a <laughs> single one alive. And, like, what would happen is if you, you would go through the whole level, and then when you get to the end, if you didn't kill them all, there'd be a teleporter back to the beginning for you to comb through and look for them again. Like, look for that one dude. And it didn't help you with where that person would be. And I swear there was a time when I combed through the level at least three to four times, looking at every corner, and, like, he's not... He doesn't exist. <laughs> like, I, I was positive this dude did not exist in the game anymore. So I just restarted the level, and I beat it no problem the same way. And I'm like... That's, Somebody got like, stuck in a, inside a building yeah, or something. something. I mean, because the characters didn't make any sense. I mean, they would literally fire at walls. Like, they would just be <laughs> shooting at nothing half the time. And then, since you could choose between good and bad, the game didn't really keep tabs on which one you wanted to be a part of, since it would automatically switch you whenever you came across the other side anyways. Oh, like, yeah. Since no one really knew whether the humans or aliens should hurt you or help you, they just made everyone hurt you. <laughs> like, if, if you walked into a police officer on your side, you'd get hurt. So, like, like everything hurt you. Like, there was no safe zone, which was really frustrating. Uh, well, hey, thanks for uh, being on the show, Matthew. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Take care. Bye. Bye-bye. Those were fun calls. Yeah, that's great. Well, uh, let's say we kick off the show with a little bit of comic talk. Hmm. This week we had Drawing a Blank. Our entry into the Scribblenauts realm of comics, which, uh... Oh, kind boy, of disastrous. I- Oh man, it, I don't think we've ever had it this rough before. It was it was really rough. It was really difficult. Let me tell you how this all started. Uh, I was playing Scribble Knots, and eventually you get to write your first item. And John Watts was around, but he didn't get to see what I wrote. So he's like, "Hey, what'd you write?" And I was like, "Bunny." <laughs> <laughs> he's like, "Really?" 
of all the things he could have written, you wrote Bunny. So I'm like, well, that's kind of a funny idea. Maybe that could be the comic, you know? And and then you, and then what was your idea for the strip? Basically, there's like a big obstacle, and it's like, do this, like, ridiculous thing. And instead, you kind of just give him a DS and the Scribblenauts game, and he kind of sits there and he just plays it and kind of ignores the big issue. And yes. And so it was kind of a, it's like kind of a cute picture, but not necessarily a great comic. Right. Uh, and, and we determined maybe like find the meaning of life was going to be the goal, you know? Yeah. And he yeah. wants to procrastinate because it's too much work. So he just, you know, gets a Scribblenauts game and plays that and he's happy. And so the idea was like, oh, he finds the meaning of life because he's like Scribblenauts is the meaning of life. You yeah. Know? Yeah. And we're like, well, that's kind of funny. Was having troubles though, because I'm like, well, we'll show it typing like Scribblenauts. But then people know Scribblenauts is coming, you know? So that's kind of weird. You kind of see the punchline before it happens in a way. Yeah, so we, and then, we were trying to think of a way to make what you type be a little ambiguous. And then when you see the item, it's like, oh, that's funny, you know? Right. And But see, like, the problem was then when he has, like, a DS in his hands, it's not clear he has Scribblenauts. It only looks like he's been typing on the keypad yeah, exactly. of the DS. And I'm like, well, now how do we do that? So there's some confusion over that. and So I kind of let it left it up to you to figure out from there, and then it all just kind of unraveled. It all unraveled, and yeah. Every, just one problem after another. Nothing was really working out. Nothing could quite make the cut. And we, so... We had a lot of thoughts, and... <laughs> we had a lot of... Jo- like, we had a lot of thoughts, but then, like, for example, uh, what's the meaning of life? And the answer would be stylus. Because the stylus is creating life in the game. Right. Like, and, and so we kept getting into the rut of thinking of cool, clever puzzles that wouldn't really quite make sense in the game and don't end up being a funny comic. And I was like, how can we tell the difference between a puzzle and a comic? And where do we draw the line exactly? Yeah, there was a question like, well, would this really happen? Or the, you know, What's funny is I actually even had an idea of, uh, of a comic where you type in Starite and that would appear and you'd beat the level and like wow this right. is really easy and and Penny Arcade actually did that comic actually did that comic which Isn't I couldn't believe I'm like and then they I were know. like second place in the joystick poll I'm like doggone <laughs> it like we spent all this time agonizing and I said no that's a bad idea and the reason we I thought it was abandoned- a bad idea too because that's what you can do in the game you yes can type in Starite and it appears but it's fake like it's you a can't fake use one it. and so, so I we thought- were like well we don't we don't want to do any joke that they actually thought about for the game you know right. like like for example, you can type in Game of the Year and Scribblenauts appears. Um, and so it's like, well, now I don't want to do a joke where we type in Scribblenauts. I don't want to do anything that you can actually do in the game. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. because it's already in the game. People already know that jokes. So the joke's not original. So it is really funny that Penny Arcade did it, and they're beating us in the And pool. they're getting away with it. Yeah, exactly. I was, I was uh. kind of bummed by that. Because I figured all the comments then would be like, well, actually, if you do that in the game, it's just fake, and that's not funny. You know what I mean? Like... So, yeah, so we started trying to think of other stuff. But then we're like, well, what if he typed in, like, Professor Layton and Professor Layton appeared to solve the puzzles for him? Like, well, what if we had, like, Professor Layton bring his box, the diabolical box from his new game? And that's the, like, that has the answer somehow. And just like every joke we ever did was never working out. Mm-hmm. And it was either, like, too small of a joke to be worth it. Or too ridiculous that we no longer had time to actually do the joke. Yeah, true. Because by, so by started, now it's like after midnight. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. It was 12.30, and I, I started thinking of, of jokes that made me laugh, but I was like, we can never put this in a comic. <laughs> For example, find the meaning of life, and then he would type in noose. <laughs> we we did have the three ideas that we have here. I thought of the, the indie, indie one, and we both found it funny, but it didn't seem timely. Right, it seemed way late it to the party. It seemed way late, and it was like... We had had the joke, what's missing, punchline, punch 
pretty much the entire time because it kept taking so long. And we were actually going to go with the indie joke. We were, we were gearing up to do just the indie joke. And I'm like, you know what? The, the punchline joke it just seems more fitting and if, to and us. At some point, you know? we just said, you know what? Let's just go with the punchline one. If you're up to do the other ones as bonus comics, we'll, we'll leave it at that. And that, that, there's something extra if people felt cheated, you know? And then... And then later on you said you know people seem to really like the bonus comics we should put them all together and uh, to be honest i was kind of hesitant towards that right because it's kind of like uh the reason i felt like the reason the bonus comics were funny was because they were bonus comics but see and here's the here's my problem with that a if if most people found a bonus comic funnier than the one that was actually there then i think there's something wrong the bonus comics are at least equivalent, if not better, than the actual one. And so for them to get, to lose them out of the archive and, and have them only kind of attached as a comment, I thought was kind of, would, would be a little unfortunate. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm, still, I'm still kind of mixed on it. I, I'd still like just the punchline one on its own. But, you know, everyone else disagreed with us, so. Not everyone. Because some people even left comments saying, I think they would have been better on, on, you know, apart from each other. Well, I don't, okay. Some it, people felt what we did was the wrong move. First of all, these are the same people who said they liked the bonus comics better. Right, because they're a bonus comic. If we had posted them all together at once, you wouldn't have people saying, you know, it would have been better if you had done this and then left two of them as bonus. Like, nobody would say that. I think some people would have. I, I they really They wouldn't do. even consider that that was an option. You know, I don't, yeah, no, they would have. When we did the channels, like, they didn't say, oh, you know what, I like this one channel the best, so all the other ones should have been links in your comments. But that's because each frame was its own joke. In this case, we have multiple frames, so it's a little strange to the eyes. Well, the only thing that I would change, or, or if we were to make them all three from the beginning and didn't have to jimmy them together, um, would be a better transition between the jokes. You know, again, I still like it the way it is. Well, we will agree to disagree on this one. But you still won out in the end, so Tim gets everything he wants. <laughs> well, for every great comic comes great comments, and this week's suggestion box was no different. My comment of the week will go to Dr. Oswald, who said, I like this comic because it is both a good joke and sort of a commentary on Scribblenauts' problem. Scribblenauts, if is full to the brim with an ambitious concept, amazing potential, and all the parts and more that are needed for a great game. But somehow the developers missed making a real game underneath it all. The greatest lure is also its greatest downfall. It lacks boundaries, it's therefore lacking as a real game. Uh, Scribblenauts is a reminder that great potential and an ambitious concept does not necessarily translate into a great product. And I think you hit on that a little bit when we talked earlier in the week. Yes. Where you had much more fun playing like a little dinky iPhone game than playing a full-fledged, you know, DS game like this because of some of the problems that he's talking about. Well, there. let me put it to you this way. Last week I had jury duty. And right. so I had a lot of time to sit around doing nothing, especially during the court case. I mean, so, yeah, during boring, the murder so. trial especially. Right? Absolutely. I mean, when they're showing evidence, I'm like, screw this, dude. I'm getting, I'm getting star eyes right now. I mean, I was like, this is going to be the test right here. And I would pop open, I would pop open Scribble Knots, and I'd play it, and I'd like beat a level and beat a level, and then I'd get frustrated by another level. And it, and it wouldn't be like I'd get frustrated because I wouldn't know what to do. It's like I have an idea of what would work, and it would be working, but the controls would be so frustrating that I would die mm -hmm. from trying to do that sort of thing. Or like 
things would just go wonky and the screen would move around and screw me up. I'm like, oh, like forget it. And I'd close it, pull out my iPhone, I'd play like some Jurassic roller coaster game or something, you know? And, and then I'd play that forever. I'm like, this is great. I'm having fun with this. Like, I don't want to go back to Scribblenauts. And so I think there's something about Scribblenauts that just doesn't settle well with me. And I, th and I think it's especially the controls. Um, it's so frustrating that like tapping your character makes him drop items. And so whenever he's like, whenever I tell him to go get an item, when I tap to touch the item, and if I just barely miss it because it's got some weird hitbox to it, mm -hmm. then he'll run right to it. And when he runs to it, he stands in front of it, so I can't click on it. So I'll try to <laughs> click on it again, but I'll touch him and I'll drop what he's holding. And usually things will just fly everywhere. I'm like, no! And like, walk over here, pick up this. Okay, walk over here. No, no, not there. Ugh, move away. Okay, grab that. You know, ah, uh, it just uh, frustrating. And, yeah. and it would be so much better if you could just use the D-pads to move around. I mean, oh, honestly, yeah. it's, oh man. So. Um, there's something frustrating. So I was I was happy to see so many comments from the last podcast of people who agreed with me. Yeah, because um, yeah. I was like maybe I'm crazy, and then a lot of people seem to agree. I'm like, all right, I'm I'm doing all right then. I'm not I'm not I'm not out of this game yet. Yeah. yeah. Well, my my uh, comment of the week. First of all, we had a KVB do some fan art for us. I don't know if you saw that. Uh, it was a, a Scribble Knots comic oh, based I on our art style. Oh, I did see it. I, now it, I'm forgetting it, what it looked like, though. It shows me, uh, they basically replaced Maxwell with me, and it says, hint, find what's missing. And the answer was a hidden detail, oh. which, was, which was funny. Nice nice work, KVB. But my actual comment of the week goes to the Ninja Mouse, who said, first off, awesome podcast, guys. I love the audio drama version of the webcomic, and the discussions were really fun to listen to. Also, Super Buck Jazz is one of my all-time favorite remixes, so great choice there, Ray. Ooh, I thank you. I have a possible contender for a future Black Doom Award. Check out this website. And then he links to Lose Lose, the video game. Uh, he said, when I read about this, it just screamed Black Doom to me. And he goes on about uh, why it should deserve Black Doom Award. Tim, have you, have you uh, had a chance to check out Lose Lose, the video game? Well, I certainly haven't played it, but I did look <laughs> at it, yes. Really interesting concept. Why don't you go over that? Well, yeah, it looks like a game where if you install it, um, every enemy you kill will delete a file on your computer. So if you don't kill the enemy, you keep your file, but if you kill them, it deletes the file for good. And then if you die and you lose the game, the game uninstalls itself from your computer, which I, I think is a pretty interesting concept. Um, it's, it's kind of a funny psychological test where if they put that, if you actually installed the game and you started playing it, you'd be like, well, I gotta shoot a couple items, you know? <laughs> you know, like, you just have that drive, like, I wanna shoot a couple items, and then there's, like, a high scoreboard, right? Mm -hmm. Like, there's, there's <laughs> like, leaderboards, and so it's kind of a funny concept. I wouldn't get a Black Doom Award because uh, it's no skin off your back, but... Um, it's, well, certainly it's you would get a Black Doom Award if it didn't tell you that it was gonna do that. Yes, if that was... Oh that would be gosh. called a virus. <laughs> yeah. Could you imagine? It, you, like, you... <laughs> you buy a new Wii game. Oh, yeah. And, like, you fight these, like like, virtual console channels coming at you, you're like, oh, that's great, those are virtual console games I own, and then they're all gone. <laughs> or uh, even be better, great. like, your save files for all your Wii games. Oh, yeah, dude, that'd be so great. <laughs> so, yeah, interesting concept, yeah. Yes, so thanks for the link, Ninja Mouse, much appreciated. Yeah. Looks like it's time for Ricket Ricket Remix. With this segment, I mentioned a video game remix favorite of mine, who made it, and where you can grab it. This week it's a remix from Donkey Kong Country 2 Diddy's Conquest on the SNES called Forest Bird Cushion by Protricity. Take a listen to a short sample.
you'd like to find this for yourself, just head back to the page you grabbed this episode of To Be Start Live from, or the link is right there for those of you listening to our M4A version of the show. It's unbelievable, but there are those who never comment, regardless of how long they've been here. Oh, dear, and for that, we have a section called Rise From Your Grave. Rise From Your Grave. Many 2P Start fans tend to lurk behind the shadows, hiding their faces by continually reading our comics, but never daring to leave a single comment. I'm waiting. I'm just so fed up with them. <laughs> so when one finds the courage to break free from the shackles of silence, we salute you. Our first grave riser goes to Keja, I assume, who said, I am rising from Rise my from grave. I only started reading the comics a few months back, but since then, no other webcomic has meant as much to me. With great ideas come great comics, and this week, to me, is no exception. I particularly enjoyed Bonus Comic 1, which I'm sure is a reference to that Indiana Jones movie. Our next grave riser is Dry Bones. Wise from your grave. Wise from your grave. Stops using Homestar voice. Great comic. The artwork was fantastic, and I enjoyed all three versions. I actually tried Rising from My Grave after the Our First Farewell podcast. Let me count the ways that I failed. One, I sent an email about my grave rising. Should have been a comment. Two, I mentioned that laughing at podcasts can make bus rides uncomfortable. I later heard another fan say the same thing on a podcast. Three, I provided a link to a humorous site that I thought Tim and Ray would enjoy. It's probably old news to them. Oh well, it feels good to be out of the shadows. Thanks, Dry Bones. And our next grave riser goes to Benji Rhino, who said, Hi guys, rising from my grave. I've been away from the internet for a while, and one of the things I missed the most was the fantastic podcast and my weekly dose of 2P humor. This week's Scribblenauts 1 was brilliant. Regardless of the negative comments that seem to have cropped up lately, yours is still one of the most consistently entertaining comics around. I'd love for you guys to get more merch up so that we as fans could give something back to you for the hours that you've put in keeping us laughing. So keep up the great work from Benji. Well, thanks, you guys. Nice to have you on board. And if you out there have not yet risen from your grave, do it. Make your voice heard. And finally, the final segment of the show, mm. the dreadful no. Black Doom Award. Uh. <laughs> Each week, Tim and I both mention a terrible choice made related to video games in honor of the most atrocious character Sonic Team has ever created, Black Doom. Ah, uh, yes. I actually have gotta... two. So why don't I go, and then you go, and then I'll go again. Oh, man. It's going to be a long show. Go for it. Okay. Well, the first one is just unbelievable. Um... In Florida, some cops were on a drug bust. I don't know if you heard about That's this. Right. And so they, they, you know, they enter the house, and there's actually video of this. They, they enter the house with guns drawn, and they go through it, and there's nobody there. But, you know, they spend hours in there, like, collecting evidence and going through everything. And the criminals happen to have a Wii. And so the cops just start playing the Wii. Like, they're on the job collecting, like, drugs and evidence and stuff. And what they didn't know was the, the house had a security system that videotapes. Yeah, they want to see who steals all their drugs. Yeah, exactly. Well, they yeah. found... Now, was, yeah, the console, the, was the game already on when they came into the room? No, I, I don't think so. When really? They, when, they turned it on? Well, when they come into the house, the TV's certainly not on. So, And they're all playing Wii Sports Bowling, and like... I don't know if you saw the video, but they're like, you know, somebody bowls a strike, and she's like jumping up and down, like it's so bad. Having a grand. I mean, oh my gosh! First of all, <laughs> have you have you had yet to play Wii bowling, people? I mean, maybe if it was like Zelda or something. No, I'm just kidding. Um, no, here's 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 the thing, though. I I don't agree with what they did, but at the same time, it was a drug bust. You know, I mean, I mean, how how horrible must it be as the drug dealers to watch the video of the police basically? 
dancing on your grave. You know, <laughs> I mean, that is pretty funny. Dinking around for a minute, that's one thing, but it's like a nine hour videotape and, and it shows them on multiple occasions playing and over a period of time. So it's like these guys could lose their jobs because of this. Right. Easily. Because of that and so, strike. Yeah. Be, and these guys have families, I'm sure, like people that depend on the money that they make. Like, how stupid can you You're, be and oh, irresponsible? I'm, I'm going to be the police chief. You're going to be the police officers that were bowling. All right. Ready? So, uh, what would you find today? Oh, you know, uh, some, some drugs and some some guns and stuff. Are you telling me the truth right now? Yeah, yeah, totally. There's tons of drugs and, and guns, yeah. I'm going to give you one last opportunity to come clean. Uh, I mean, let's just say that, that we really hit a strike. <laughs> I don't know what else to tell you, Chief. Normally it's uh, three strikes, you're out, but uh, <clears throat> I'm going to have to let you guys go. <laughs> your activity today. That's pretty much how it would go down. I no, think. no, no. It's not over yet. Oh, okay. Same um, character, my friend. I, you know, I just picked up the controller and I dropped it and, and the guy on the screen just no. like bold it's, strike. It's, what can I say? It's it's waggle. It's it's not that you were bowling. It's how low your score was. <sighs> I expect more from my police officers. <laughs> if I would have been there, I would have schooled you guys. But, but Chief, my, my wrist was hurting from drawing my gun. <laughs> Cammy, this is the last time... <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, that was, that was pretty bad. So, boo for the cops. But yay for the drug dealers. Hooray! At least they have good no, taste uh, in video games. <laughs> At least they put their drug money to good use. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully they had enough controllers. Well, uh, my Black Doom War is going to go to Ubisoft for TMNT Smash Up. Mm. Have you heard about the final character roster for this game, Tim? Uh, we've talked about this before. Yes. Well, see, that was before the game was released. Uh-oh. But now the game is out, and people can finally see what all characters are in the game. <laughs> and? Let's remember what happened before. They had a demo system set up, and they had two raving rabbits as playable characters in the game, right? Yes. Which, you know, was like, okay, I understand it's kind of funny the idea of having raving rabbits as, as bonus characters, but don't have them in the demo, and why two of them in the demo, you right. know? I mean, really, like, like what? Was one raving rabbit in the demo not enough to get across the point that you have a raving rabbit in the game? You can't even have the second one be secret? You gotta put them both out there, you know? Like, come on. So be like, well, it's okay, because clearly they have many more cool characters waiting to be announced. Uh oh. Oh my. Now, if you were to make a, a Turtles fighting game that spans, you know, the collective works of, what, 20 years of turtle history or however long this has been going on, right? I'd have a heck of a lot of turtles in there. You, It's not like everything was confined to the last movie, because Krang is a playable character of sorts in the yep. game. And, uh, but who, guess who you don't have? Bebop and Rocksteady? Bebop and Rocksteady. No not way. Playable, no Bebop and Rocksteady. What? Nor do, you, nor do you have Toka and Razor from the second Turtles movie. I don't remember them. Well, they are the two, like, evil creepy ones that were mutated by the goo. What about the fly guy? Uh, I don't think the fly guy's in there, no. It's like all the old school characters are not all in the game? All the old school cool characters not in the game. In fact, you, you basically have like an assortment of like clone characters, you know? Um, but guess what they do have? More rabbits? Three raving rabbits. Oh they my gosh. three freaking raving rabbits. They have raving rabbit, they have uh, splinter cell raving rabbit, and then ninja raving rabbit. <laughs> really? Really? Three? Why not make a raving rabbits <laughs> fighting game? So, like, I don't understand how you make a demo, you put two of them in it, and like, oh, it's okay, because they're secret. And There's then more. Your, your secret character is another freaking raving rabid. People, seriously, Bebop and Rocksteady, come on. Boy, that's, uh, that's pretty sad. Well, Tim, top that.
I will. You won't. Okay, it looks to me like Sony is trying to compete with Nintendo. You know, Nintendo came out with Wii Sports Resort, and they had this this game, you know, the Disc Dog, Frisbee Dog. Oh, no. This is, this is Sony's converter cable for the PSP Go. And it basically turns the PSP into a Frisbee. What? Wait, what? <laughs> I, I mean, I don't even know where to start with this thing. S hold on, hold on. No, First wait. of all, I wouldn't even call this a cable. Wait, hold on. What does this do exactly? It allows you purpose? to play. It allows you to use peripherals that you used to be able to use on the original PSP, what? like the GPS receiver, and like the TV tuner and the camera and stuff like that. So wait, you plug this in, and it you can't attach anything to the top of the PSP Go. And so this allows you to do that. But Ugh. because of the plugs at the bottom, they made this whole frame. Oh, man. And the f so there's a cord and a frame, like a circular frame, and then you can put something on top of that. Where's the dog, though? Well, that's what you give this to. Oh, when, right. After you once, once you connect and you realize it's a piece of garbage, you're like, <laughs> you just all right. just toss it, yeah. <laughs> I mean, what? Why even bother? Isn't this the biggest joke ever? Uh, what's with their design? I mean, <sighs> I remember when the PS3 was first announced and you had like the boomerang controller. They're like, hey, what'd be good devices to throw at people, you know? Like to play fetch with. I, at, at this point, <sighs> don't bother. You know, like, sorry, you're out of luck if you bought. See, here's the thing, because they have this like two platform deal. Like, they don't want to do away with the old PSP because people have right. UMDs. But yet, right. new people are going to buy the PSP Go and only download. And yet they're they're coming up with this awful converter cable in case you want to do both. So you, so you don't have your UMD drive, but yet they're like, well, we can't add a second analog stick because we don't want to be incompatible with the old games. Mm -hmm. Oh, you mean the old games you can't freaking plug into the PSP anymore? Right. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. Thanks a lot. It, that's what makes no sense. Is you can't even. <laughs> You can't even use your old games that only had one stick. Choose a friggin' side, just or stay on the fence and make all sides happy. You know, like it, like. Uh, th th that's if, why if you're I gonna, think if you're gonna go both ways, choose the best options of both ways, not the suckiest ones. Come on. And that's why I think this thing's a debacle. I mean, you've already got a lot of retailers refusing to carry the PSP Go because they can't sell games with it. So why carry the console if they don't get any money out of it, you know? Right. There's, True. there's a lot of issues. And they were going to do a, a trade-in program where you could trade in your UMDs and then download the games for free. And they said, no, never mind. We're not going to do that. Mm, so literally nobody who has a PSP in any games is going to upgrade. The person that never bought any games is like, finally, I can yeah. trade my old PSP I wasn't using. And Right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That, that's who this benefits. Thanks, Sony. Thank you. And that'll do it. Well, we'd like to wrap up the show with Musical Misfits. Some great video game songs have been lost in the shuffle over time, and we play one in full after the show's over for those who still give a crap. I get to trade off every other week with our listener suggestions, so you guys can enjoy my choice of Steel Ship from the Dreamcast Sonic Shuffle. It's one of the few video game songs in which trying to figure out the chords on a piano always proves to be a wasted effort for me. Oh, I can't stand it! Well, uh, that'll do it for this edition of 2 Start Live. Join us every Wednesday for a brand new comic, and every Monday for a brand new podcast, just like the one you heard here, except better. With that, he's Tim. And he is Ray. And we'll see you next week. Bye-bye.
So Tim, have you seen Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs yet? I have not. Nope. Dude, I've seen it three times now. <laughs> oh wow! You have got to see that movie. It's it's unbelievably awesome. I, I it's quickly becoming one of my favorite movies of all time at this rate. Wow, that's yes. impressive. It's saying a lot. I more know, than up. Oh, I I mean, uh, yeah, I would probably like it more than that. Probably because up sucked. Yeah, I would say. So. Well, I know for you it'll be an easy, <laughs> an easy uh, math equation when you go see Cloudy, but. The title screen will come it, up and I'm like, yep, I like this better than Up. It doesn't have the pure, raw, emotional value that Up did, but it, it but it's just so funny, and it's just non-stop funny for so long. And hmm. the attention to detail on the animation of the characters and the way they move and the voices and all the little detailed jokes in the background and in the foreground where you're not actually trying to look, I mean, it's just, it's outstanding. I just... And like the colors in the movie are amazing. Whoever was doing the matte paintings of what the colors should look like just was right on the money. It's hmm. just a beautiful film. The 3D is very excellent, and uh, it's got a it's got a pretty cool story. Very funny stuff. Highly recommended. Gotta go see that movie. I will do that. I can't recommend it enough. I really can't. Well, I'll I'll I'll, I'll do my best to see it this week. And... But I will warn you, it does have a. Like a translator collar of sorts, so just yeah. You, know, you mentioned that. that. <laughs> I, I'm I'm warned, and uh, that's okay. I'll, I'll... But it's it's used very rarely though, so I think you'll be okay. Unlike uh, up, yeah. Okay. Well, get out. <laughs> Go home. I am. Well, hey, thanks for being on the show, Tim. You just listened to an episode of Two Piece Start Live with hosts Ray and Tim. You can call into the show with Skype by messaging Raybob Industries for more instructions. You can even follow us on Twitter at Ray2P and Tim2P. But if you simply enjoy the show, then don't be greedy by keeping it to yourself. Spread the word and we'll do our best to keep things running. <laughs>